So I was thinking of, about, of a lot of different like kids movies from the mid 2000s. Um, and I wasn't just thinking about this because I just kept saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Ice um, Cube. Yeah, but I was thinking about the movie RV with um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams himself. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's just a classic video um, that, I, that you love to see. Uh, what, did you see that movie in theaters? Nolan? A couple times, yeah, a multiple couple times. times. <laughs> uh, I think you know. I think I might have seen it a couple times too. Did was that a normal thing for you? Because I feel like I saw a lot of like PG movies in like my my late childhood, like uh, or not late childhood, but like when I was like eight to like twelve, I saw them like multiple times. You know yeah, well, because there was a limited selection of films I was allowed to see, so you you kind of had to keep going back to the yeah. same ones. I remember one when the Jimmy Neutron movie was out, my dad had to take me to go see it like four times. And he was oh, like, I'm sure I went to that as many as I was permitted to. Cause that movie was amazing. <laughs> he said, he said that one, he didn't, he, that one was bad, but it was not nearly as bad as when the Pokemon movie came out. <laughs> and you know, since that was the huge hit for kids our age when, you know, we were like five or whatever, when it came out, and uh he had to see that movie probably close to 10 times and he's like he's like by the end of that he's like i could not take it he's like <laughs> uh you know just because half the movie especially like that beginning short is just the pokemon saying their names over and over and over again yeah because when you're a kid you're like it's like a roller coaster you're like i want to go on that again yeah 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 i'm like i want to watch that movie 100 times i yeah. i also distinctly remember not like understanding how animation worked like i thought that all the people on on screen were like in were like real people in like suits and stuff. Oh and yeah. I was like, damn, I want to drive the Mewtwo suit one day when I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a what would that be? Like Barney or like Sesame Street Live? Yeah. That was yeah. like how they make all they make all yeah. cartoons. Yeah, I guess for whatever reason, cartoon Teletubbies didn't like that. Yeah, it didn't register with me as being any different from you know, live action stuff. So uh, SpongeBob, I thought the same thing. I thought there was a, just a person inside of a SpongeBob suit, uh, you know, doing doing those gyrations where he moves, goes all the way. You remember that the where he does like he teaches Squidward how to blow the bubble. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know. I like. Um, I was okay with. I think I understood like hand drawn animation, but I really didn't get like where computer animation came from. Like that was where I was really trying to figure out. Like, are these people in suits right now? Oh, that when computer animation came out that's when i realized like oh okay these are like cartoons okay oh yeah it's like a video game right mm -hmm. no that's it's literally like what clicked with me <laughs> it's like watching a cutscene mm -hmm. for two hours yeah all the cutscenes from the like late 90s on playstation one where it's like somebody who looks like a box talking for five minutes and then you're still confused as to what the fuck you need to do in the game yeah all movies are just cutscenes, really <laughs> it's my take of the week you know, any interaction in life where you're not directly in control of something that's playing out, that's technically a cutscene. So. It is a cutscene, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you have to like listen to someone talk to you, that's a cutscene. Yeah, right now you're listening to a cutscene. Uh, mm. So, yeah. I'm just, like, damn, I gotta. I hope I don't get in any cutscenes with my roommates later. <laughs> skip. Yeah, yeah I, I wish I could skip. skip. I wish I could skip all the cutscenes in my life. Yeah, I wish I could skip all the ones with my wife in them, particularly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Fast um, forward, am I right? Yeah, like the movie Click. Yeah, Click Click makes a lot of sense, but I feel like the comedy would have been better if the remote exclusively worked on his wife. 
<laughs> I, I don't think the whole ending of the movie would work out very well. <laughs> yeah, that, well, well, it would just be. <laughs> I don't think he would learn his lesson. Well, I think that I think it, he, you could still do it. It's just the lesson would be like his wife dies. Okay. Well, what if? It would have instead of that, it was just like it was a remote, but it just had a mute button, and you could use that on his wife, and that was it. Do you think and he then would? He learn ends his up lesson? muting some like critical, like medical information or something, <laughs> and then his wife still dies. Yeah, or he mutes like I don't know, like a like some kind of uh, some kind of like report about like an incoming tornado or something is swept <laughs> up. His whole family dies, or or just him? Yeah. Yeah. Either way. I don't know. But let's let's go to the movie corner. It's number 54 this week and we're talking about I guess that idea I had about muting a tornado report can already happen. It's just called a TV remote. <laughs> yeah. That was a good idea. That is pretty true. I don't know. I thought there was like a guy that went door to door telling you if there's a tornado on Yeah. The no, I mean, there's guys that go door to door and they sell like tornado insurance and stuff, but not uh pretty similar. Yeah, that they also give you the report. They're like, do you want to buy tornado insurance? Also, there's one on its way in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's one that's going to hit in a little bit. You're like, well, there's clear skies out. And you're like, well, you know, he's like, I'm, I don't I'm not God, so I don't control the weather. And that's just what's going to happen. So that's right. Um, But yeah, let's let's do the movie corner stuff. We're in we're looking at chariots of fire. 1981. Unsurprisingly. Have not heard of this movie. <laughs> um, don't know if it's a big one or anything like that, but uh, I know it has a famous song. It has a famous song. Are you thinking of Great Balls of Fire? No, no, no. There's a Chariots of Fire song. <laughs> Chariots of Fire song. That was the first thing that came up on Google. What is lyrics. it? Lyrics. Chariots of Fire song lyrics. Is it this song by Vangelis named Chariots of Fire? Yeah, it's probably that one. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. It's um, a 1981 musical score by Greek composer, Greek electronic composer Vangelis, created yeah. as Vangelis Papathanasiou. Oh, well, he's great. He did the Blade Runner soundtrack. Oh, you did know? he now? He might be pretty yeah. cool then. You know what? I might listen to the soundtrack but not watch the movie. I think that might be what I do. Might check that out later. Mm-hmm. File in the check, check back later on that one. Uh, but we're looking at reviews for this, and we're starting with Peter. And Peter says one star locked. <laughs> and this was review in Australia in 2018. And he said, uh, the DVD was locked, and I am awaiting instructions about how to overcome this problem or get a refund. Does he mean like the DVD case had like a padlock on it? What does he mean? <laughs> Either that or like it's like password protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like... <laughs> Did, uh, does he mean region locked too because that's pro- i mean honestly it's probably what he means but that's definitely what he means but i like the idea much better of it having like a passcode password you yeah, before you can watch it yeah, there's like parental controls on it yeah but it would be really funny if the case just came with a giant like master padlock on it <laughs> And you're calling Amazon, you're like, oh, this did not come with the key? Yeah, well, it's like, it's got like a cipher that you have to decide. It's like that, um, uh, oh, fuck, what's that shit called? From like the 1950s, the the decoder ring, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, the decoder ring. Mm-hmm. It's like from, a, it could be like a like a combination lock, I guess, like on your locker at school. Well, yeah, that's what, that, it could be that, but I think it'd be cooler if it was like the thing you have to listen to the radio shows for to get like the code too and it just says eat eat more oral b or whatever that would be cool yeah they need to bring back like ciphers on the radio yeah they they need to bring back the radio actually is what i think 
I mean, I think it's still around, but it's just not, it's kind of past its heyday. Yeah, I guess. Uh, there's no d- radio dramas anymore, though. That's kind of my deal. That's true. Radio was on the downhill as soon as the dramas went away, because that's where I go to get drama in my life. Exactly. Me too. Uh, do you want to take the next review? Samuel Jackman uh, is a dog. <laughs> yeah. It says five stars. I wish it never ended, like SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob. <laughs> okay. That's my favorite thing about SpongeBob is how it never ends. Yeah, I mean, when you I think, think about it, SpongeBob is like an infinite movie. I think it's isn't SpongeBob still going on now? Mm-hmm. And they're oh, making man. a bunch of spinoffs too. Now that the creator uh, died, yeah, I saw he, that. His wish was that there would be no spinoffs. So as soon as he, um, as soon it was as like he... less than a year after he died, they announced like a Patrick show or yeah i knew there was the patrick one isn't squidward getting his own show too there's something else there's a, i've heard of at least two different spinoffs oh you know what no no like there's like a baby like a chibi version of spongebob that's good I that's f- good i forget what it is i mean it's like um spongebob baby version i'm gonna type that in. aren't we about due for that whole craze to kick up again because they've about milked every intellectual property dry. Remember back in the eighties, it was just it was just do a baby version of everything, like Muppet Baby. Oh yeah, like uh, like uh, Tiny Toons. You remember that? Yeah. Now they should just. I think we. I think it's about time we brought that back. Where's like Baby Marvel? <laughs> Honestly, they probably have that. They probably have that. A <laughs> uh, Camp Coral is the name that I was thinking of. Camp and Coral. The, yeah. Yeah, and then the. Um, yeah, SpongeBob's Under Years. So it's yeah, they're all like babies. And uh, what if they did that? Remember that movie, Baby Driver? What if they did Baby Baby Driver? <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my god, Tom Kenny is still voicing SpongeBob, too. That is crazy. Wow, get that money. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, I feel like he has gotten plenty. And like, if I, if I were him, I would retire. But yeah, well, I mean, I wonder if I don't know enough about voice acting, but I wonder if that one's easy for him, if that's one of the voices that kind of like takes a toll on your voice. I mean, it. It, I can't imagine it's SpongeBob doesn't seem too hard. If he's been doing it for, you know, 20 years, I feel like it's got to be pretty easy. Yeah, but then there's like the Simpsons characters like I don't know, have you heard how Marge sounds in like the latest seasons? Yeah, I mean they've well they've changed it. I think they've he's probably tweaked how SpongeBob sounds too so it doesn't, you know, annihilate his vocal cords or whatever. Yeah, it's actually kind of amazing that like I feel like that's a that's a rarity for it to be like an adult male voicing someone like that. Like yeah. you'd expect it to be like the, a Bart Simpson situation. Yeah, you get like a like a woman voice actor for that. To be honest, I don't even know what Tom Kenny's voice sounds like when it's not SpongeBob. So maybe you see that up. You see Mr. Show though, haven't you? Oh, uh, some of it. Yeah, he's on a bunch of Mr. Show. I must not have known who he was. Um. The, I can I'm like really good at identifying voice actors. So. Oh, he was just going around because I actually have heard of do know who, what he looks like because of that meme that's been going around where he's talking about Among Us. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah no this this looks really horrible. Like uh, the it it's a six like se- a six episode like season that they released on Paramount Plus and it's a CGI baby SpongeBob. And I just don't understand how this is any different from like regular SpongeBob because all of the characters are there. They're just babies. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like SpongeBob's whole thing is like being like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he has like a job and like owns a house, but like that's about the only thing that does that makes him not a baby. Yeah. So I don't know. (laughs) Moving on to Financial Tax Law Guy's review. Uh, I always call this guy when I need any of those three, (laughs) any of those three services. Yeah, I'm always hitting this guy up. 
Uh, he gives it one star and says one star. Very bad picture quality. <laughs> so. That's actually a problem in the original film. They accidentally filmed it in 240p by mistake. Yeah, they did the uh, the the what's it called the the four by three aspect ratio like um, the Justice League film by yeah Dan or they did Schneider it in vertical cut. mode. Yeah, the Dan Schneider cut. The Dan Schneider uh, cut. Yeah. <laughs> Or the Rob Schneider cut. Let's get that in there. Rob Schneider cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, instead of, uh, what's his face, Henry Cavill playing Superman, it's him, and he's just going, making copies. That'd be good, the Schneider cut, and it's just dubbing Schneider <laughs> in for Superman. That'd be a lot of work, but maybe with, maybe, maybe with deep fake technology coming along, we can, we can get that going. The Schneider cut. <laughs> I just want, see, I just want deep fake tech to be at a point where all I have to do is just is just like come up with a stupid Justice idea League like that. Rob Schneider's face go and then it'll just do it automatically. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, just replace it'd be like a like a Mad Lib kind of or like the replace function on like Microsoft Word. You type in replace Henry Cavill with well, Rob Schneider. It'd actually probably be a lot easier from a tech standpoint if you just had to replace every face with Rob Schneider. <laughs> that'd be the true Schneider cut. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh D- uh, DC hire us where we're going to make justice league, the Schneider cut. So, <laughs> um, you want to take the next review? M Wood, who says one star saw this movie as an infant, utterly forgettable. <laughs> and that is both the title and review. Well, no shit. You forgot it. You're an infant. You're an infant. <laughs> I don't remember shit when I was a kid. Probably were focused on pooping in your diaper rather than yeah, watching. Yeah, you're like, where's 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 mother freaking Barney? Yeah, that was the first. Actually, the first film I saw in the theaters was Barney. Barney, Barney the movie. Barney's Great Adventure. Is that really a movie? Yeah, it came out in like '98 or so. It was really it scary for me because there was like an egg that they had to rescue, and I kept being scared because they kept losing the egg. I see the egg on the the movie poster here. It was a lot more intense than the than the Barney television show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> there was no, the, the stakes, the stakes in the TV show were never n- anywhere nearly as high as they were in the film. And that, as a four-year-old, that really resonated with me. Yeah, I think I've said on the podcast before, but as a, as a child, I was very afraid of uh, George of the Jungle and Flubber. <laughs> and they were... And what? What was Fl- the second Flubber, one? the movie with oh, Rob, yeah. or Rob, the movie with... Uh, uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob Schneider. <laughs> My memory's getting erased. I keep thinking every movie with Robin Williams is Rob Schneider. <laughs> that's, <laughs> oh, no. that's the Mandela effect. It's like, yeah, yeah, this is Doubtfire. Wasn't effect. Rob Schneider in that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. RV with Rob Schneider. Yep, that's my favorite movie <laughs> with Rob Schneider. Um, okay, the next review comes from jake e who says one star i was thinking that there would be chariots in this and the review says i was thinking there would be chariots in this movie but this it's a story of some guys running during a really early olympics i really want to see movies where there's chariots i will keep looking He's got to, we got to help Jake out. I mean, homie just needs to watch Gladiator. Like, come on, Gladiator. Or uh, one we, a past movie corner feature, Ben Hur. Ben Hur or Troy. Troy, yeah. 
Hold up. I'm gonna I don't even know if there's chariots in Troy. Let me see. Are there chariots? Probably a, or probably a large horse in, in that movie. Yeah, probably. Uh what year did Troy come out? 2007? No, it was, I thought I was, it was earlier than fifth that. Fifth grade, I think 2005. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I Oh, it's 2004. I was close with 2005. Um it doesn't look like there's much on the internet for this specific question about a movie from, you know, 17 years ago, but you could just look at the pictures and stuff. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. There's this photo um that says Bronze Age Chariots and has like a drawing of uh, two guys. One dude's driving the chariot, and the other dude has a bunch of armor on and is stabbing a guy with a really long stick. Um, this is a movie from this is a, a picture from Ben Hur of somebody riding a chariot. So, yeah, Jake's just got to he has to look deeper than the title of the film if he wants to find <laughs> yeah. chariots. You'd think that would be. It's like if somebody wanted to get like information on like let's say um um let's say like scuba diving and they went to scuba diving.com yeah and they're like well this is just a forum of people that like scuba diving and i'm trying to yeah. learn how to do it there it's is kind of pre-google mindset you know? I, okay i got to a, a, a picture on the movie brad pitt web or this website brad pitt web.com and it is so there's apparently this is just a list of everything that brad pitt has been involved with because this cool. is within the website. There's home feature films, Troy 2004, and then screen captures, parentheses, Blu-ray. And this is file 825 out of 1119. And there are about five or six photos in a row of somebody getting in a chariot. So this is comprehensive. Yeah, this is an awesome website, honestly. I think I might spend more time on bradpittweb.com. Yeah, I might bookmark this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you want to take the next one? Yeah, Simon Simon Roberts gives it a five star and says, It's still an amazing film to watch. It inspired me to put on some running shoes and stack up over 2,600 miles of running. Like at once? <laughs> yeah. All he, did, he watched the movie once and then he immediately went outside and ran 2,600 miles. Yeah, I think I'm going to run across the United States. Uh, I got inspired from the, watching this movie called Blazing Chariots or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot of miles. I guess that's like, that's a lot of miles. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, if if your car had that many miles, though, it'd be pretty, that'd be not that many miles. So That's kinda, true. It's a lot of miles for a person, not so much for a car. Yeah, it kind of puts things into perspective. Wow, it really does. Mm -hmm. This next review comes from Linda Lauver, who says five stars. <clears throat> Loved this movie. Wish we had these values now. <laughs> What is she talking about? What values? Must be some good values in this film. Hey, I love maybe it's like maybe like they go to the grocery store and they're like all the food's really cheap. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And she's those like, kinds of values. values. <laughs> Dang, gas was super cheap in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had we need to bring back the old fashioned values, like how much gas used to cost. Yeah, how much like like milk was, we like uh how much catsup used to cost, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um this next review comes from Danny Cole and Danny gives it five stars and says, I like to listen. I like to listen a Vangelis from chariots of fire on Thursday. And I run near Ohio's white barn near carriage Hill and century lanes somewhere, somewhere Dayton Lakeview road in new Carlisle, Ohio 
four five three four four. So this guy's just kind of giving us an update on like what he likes to do on Thursdays. Yeah, is that like a location? That's probably not a location in the film. That's probably just like I an think update on his personal life. I was gonna say, yeah, it just sounds like something that he does on Thursdays. He like throws <laughs> his headphones in, listens to the the soundtrack of this movie, and runs near some places in uh new carlisle ohio and also decided to give the zip code as well for some reason so yeah if we got any listeners out there in new carlisle ohio next thursday head over to century lanes or white barn yeah ohio's white barn near carriage hill and century lanes somewhere you might see our friend danny yeah you might chariots of fire (laughs) yeah if you see anybody with their headphones on and running and say hey are you danny because mm-hmm. I I heard you on a podcast. So. Absolutely. Yeah, really confuse and make this guy really like just lock all of his social media stuff. <laughs> hey, he's the one who posts. I know that's what I mean. Like he's gonna he's gonna be like, oh shit, maybe I should be private online. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's not really doxing. He's not like doxing where he lives. He's just doxing what he does, where he is located every Thursday. Yeah, like, he didn't give a time either. So I just I I would love for. <laughs> A listener just camp out in front of this place. Yeah. Just just talk to everybody who runs by. It's a I mean the review was ten months ago, so you, it's it's definitely possible he still does that. So it's probably still part of his routine. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take the next review from Dave? Yeah, Dave is uh, gives it a five star. Great acting, a great story of faith, okay. great music will make you ask what's really important. They'll make you ask that or it will make you realize what's really important. I don't think you'll get any answers from this, but at least you'll start asking questions. <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're taking baby steps. You'll get there. Honestly, it's gonna make me more confused, I think. Yeah. Oh, what is really important? <laughs> yeah, halfway through the movie I'm like, wait, is watching this movie even important? Yeah, they turn it off and I start going on a run in uh New Carlisle, Ohio. I'm like, what is really important? What is really important? <laughs> you're like screaming. You have a yeah, psycho- like a psychological break and you like you start posting stuff about how you're in love with Emma Watson and you're going to go like marry her and all that stuff and that you're um uh you're a you're a lion or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like a dangerous movie. I would stay away <laughs> from it if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like kind of a domino effect. Yeah, I think so too. If you remember that if you give a mouse a cookie, it's like if you <laughs> If you show Dave chariots of fire, isn't that like anti-communist propaganda? I saw something on Twitter about that, and I think Twitter's right about everything. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole series of those books, though. I had a bunch of them. Like, um, yeah, there was. I think another one's like if you give a moose a pancake or something like that. That sounds right. And it's like if you do that, it's gonna fucking destroy your entire house because you let a wild animal into your home. Do you think those like um, classic children's books like now, like of this generation, or is everything so fragmented now that there's not like, like, is there some book that like every five-year-old is reading? I don't know. We got to get the five-year-old caucus on this. If you're five and you're listening to this show, let us know. <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know very many small children, so I, I, I find it hard to keep up on that type of literature. 
Yeah, I guess I could check out. I guess I could ask the library if they know. Yeah, go to the library. Hey, is there like a book that all kids are reading today? You're like, I don't really <laughs> need the book. I'm just like curious, <laughs> like because like when what I was, was the a good, kid, what's the Good Night Moon of 2021? Yeah, yeah. what's the uh, that other one? The the Rainbow Fish one. You know what I'm talking about with the like the shiny scales and stuff. Yes, I don't remember what it's called, but I do remember what you're talking about. I want to see if, and then there's the the. Um, there's the, the very hungry caterpillar. Yep, yep. I like that we both see, we, on see that. That's what I'm saying is I feel like we all, I feel like both of us, we read like all the same books as kids. And like, is that still going on or is that not really a thing anymore? Maybe they're all on the same apps. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're just, yeah, you're, you're reading on the Audible app on your on your iPad or whatever. Yeah, or everybody watches like a certain YouTube channel. Yeah, and like with like a thirty-year-old man like pretending to be a child who also has like video surface of him like covering himself in poop from five years ago because that <laughs> did happen. Isn't that a certain guy? What? Yeah, that is. I don't remember his name. I think it's like Blippy happen. is his name or something like that. <laughs> Sounds right. Uh, he's kind of the, he's kind of the Raffy of the modern. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, it was a Harlem Shake video that he shit all over his friend on. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like that is. Man, that Harlem Shake is dangerous. That gets people to do wild stuff. <laughs> the, the name of the book, by the way, is The Rainbow Fish by Mark Fister. Oh, there we go. Uh, but yeah, I think it's Blippy. I'm going to look it up. Blippy. Yeah, two eyes, two peas and an eye. Uh, shit videos. <laughs> yep, I found it. It says kids YouTube star Blippy regrets the viral video in which he poops all over his friend. <laughs> <laughs> in a hard in a hard r rated twist in a 2013 video that buzzfeed news has reviewed steven blippy john takes explosive diarrhea shit on his nude friend's ass in a truly shocking rendition of the harlem shake meme wow i, I would like to be in the buzzfeed newsroom that day when they all had to review that footage <laughs> I mean, is like, he, is his career still going strong though? I don't think, I think that really so. had an impact. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, like, the the video I'm pretty sure is taken down or like like age yeah. locked. So if you're a kid, you're not gonna like accidentally find, you know, Blippy shitting all over his friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing is, I feel like. I feel like the, with the way the internet is, I could just go online and make up a thing. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw a video of, you know, Raffi and he was like, uh, you know, pissing all over somebody. And that's not true. But like, I feel like that is about as relevant as it actually being true, because like they're not going to watch the video either way. Yeah. It's just like it's just like a fun fact at this point. Right. I found the video on YouTube. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, the video is called a Harlem Shake Poop. And then in parentheses or brackets, it says not by me comma by blippy <laughs> in brackets <laughs> and it says this is uploader had to make it clear they're not that crazy <laughs> the description's really awesome this is uploaded for archival reasons not to defame steven <laughs> slash steezy parentheses known better as blippy <laughs> and then it goes on to say i'm not i'm clicking on the video but i'm not gonna watch it because i obviously don't need to yeah he was known as stevie grossman <laughs> oh cool so it was like, but it was like well received at the time then. Like this I was... don't think so. I don't remember okay. it. I don't remember him doing that uh, or being news of any kind um, back in the day. I guess he found that he found a different avenue that was a little more lucrative. Than... Yeah, the description for this is really good. Um, time to update this description. <laughs> One, I know that this is censored more than it needs to be, but blame April Scott. I don't know who that is. 
Plus, I don't even think it would upload if I didn't censor it that much. To my Discord in my, my Discord is in my banner as whatever it is. I don't know either as of why this video is the most popular video on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! It just goes on for a while. It, it was uploaded for archival reasons. Yeah. It's it should be in the Library of Congress. I really don't understand. I don't remember how we got on that tangent, but uh, that's that's enough. <laughs> Um. Okay, so last review for Chariots of Fire it comes from Mike Nordquist, who says, "Such an awesome movie." There's no rating. Such an awesome movie, great acting, great plot. I love the that music in the beginning of the movie, and then again at the end. I wonder if it's on Blu-ray, DVD, and where can I get a copy of it? Wow, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, leaving a comment like that on Google, like literally, go to your search bar, type in chariots of fire blu-ray <laughs> like, this was posted a year ago yeah. i wonder if this academy award-winning movie could mm. possibly be on blu-ray dvd and i have no idea where i would get a copy of it if that was the case yeah hmm, i wonder where i can buy this that okay. reminds me of a review there was a review a long time ago for something it was like on amazon and somebody was like i was looking everywhere for this thing and i finally checked the internet yeah. <laughs> it's like it's usually yeah, my last usually resort the first place i check Next week, we got Ernest Goes to Jail. Um, oh, wait. No, we got Gandhi. Oh, dang it. Oh, my hope's up. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't wait till See, we get See, that's to a quality Jim Varney. There's a quality fi children's film star. We need Ex guys like him these days. Exactly. He Well, he's just dead now. And th that's kind of the difference between Blippi and Jim Varney. That's one of the differences. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows if if Jim had been around long enough to I think if, to hear the, to hear the Harlem Shake, who knows what kind of freaky stuff his mind might have cooked up. I think if Jim was alive, was a teenager in the like the early two thousand tens, um, he probably would have done the same shit as as Steezy Gross Man. Oh, I was thinking he would just be the same age and he'd be like in his fifties doing, it. <laughs> having already had a successful film career, yeah, shitting all over his friend's ass. <laughs> After Shitting all over Vern's ass. Blockbuster films. He was like, I, I, I have to do this video in 2015. The song, the song is just too good. Ernest does the Harlem Shake. <laughs> That's the video. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest does the. Harlem. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay, we're going on to. <laughs> We're going on the OVO Toronto flagship, <laughs> and this is in Toronto, Canada, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, prayers up for Toronto. I know COVID is ravaging that country right now. It sucks. RIP. Yeah, um, we need to get less COVID and more OVO going. Yeah, we got to get OVO. Oh, that's the that's <laughs> the motto. O OVO OVO nineteen. Yes, OVO nineteen. Everybody's just actually... listening. Drink. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is for anyone who's not aware, this is associated with a certain famed rapper. Yeah, this is an actor. Yeah, famed actor turned rapper, Drake, Aubrey Drake, whatever his last name is. Yeah, most well known for his appearance in the Sprite commercial where he takes a sip of Sprite <laughs> and then his body turns into speakers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a very unknown thing is that he was on Degrassi too. So. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we're... We're looking at the OVO Toronto flagship store, and we're starting off with a review from Live Life. You want to take this one, Nolan? Yeah, because you know I love to live life. <laughs> yeah. 
They are a local guide and they say one star. Are you thinking, this was from 10 months ago. Are you thinking of buying some OVO? Do you like the brand or the wrapper behind it and want to support or in the very least rock some new gear? I would love that. Uh, please don't. Okay. Uh, the clothing is priced at a point where it can be expected to be high quality materials and service provided. Okay. The delivery company used is not Canadian and does not treat the package with care. What deliver? Is it like deal? <laughs> yeah, there's your problem. The first problem is if they were Canadian, they would know to treat Drake's merchandise with more care. <laughs> True. There's two big, big guys that they make sure to keep uh, their merchandise safe. It's Drake and Justin Bieber. Yeah. Well, so he's talking about delivery to his home. I'm actually curious. Like, I don't know what the delivery scene in... I mean, I imagine in, it's in the same Canada as it is, is like literally is it, everywhere else. Where it's is like, he just saying that like FedEx brought it and that pissed him off? I mean, probably FedEx or UPS <laughs> or Deal. Yeah, like it wasn't um, the the Canadian Postal Service. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't brought on a horse. That's the police, not the. Postal what if it was service. just like in some guy's van? He just dropped it off at his house. That'd be cool too. Like yeah, a DIY. Well, that, I would Amazon. think that would be Canadian then, because if it was just a guy's van, most likely he probably lives in town. Well, I mean, it's Toronto, so he could be in like live in Michigan and just like commute, you know? That's true. He always drives his van over the border to deliver Drake merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I fucking hate Drake. I'm going to throw this shit on the ground and smash it. Yeah, I fucking hate being in Canada despite driving there every day. Yeah. Anyway, let's actually find out what happened here. Um, Live Life says they will leave the package in the general vicinity of your house. Can be as far as 60 feet from your address. Yes, 60 feet. Uh, <laughs> what, like where? Is it like in the middle of the street? What is he talking? Like 60 feet would definitely... Are you, are you, is he saying like it's not on his property or if it's 60 feet away from his door? Because... <laughs> Yeah, does this guy like live on a on a very large property, or is this just like in like the middle of the street? Where I, they're leaving it. I mean, like it would just be at like the end of his sidewalk. It wouldn't be that far. <laughs> like sixty right, feet's yeah. not that big a deal. That's true. That is probably. I mean, even if he didn't, even if he lived on a on a smaller property, that mm -hmm. would still be most likely. Yeah, I mean, um, like it, it's not ideal. Like normally, you want your packages delivered to your door, but like. He brought the he brought the tape measure out. It seems like he did. Aren't they aren't they on uh I didn't, is Canada I thought Canada was on the metric system. Is that not true? They are, but I think they can they there's people that like use they, feet. They still know what feet are. Yeah, not like Great Britain that's like, yeah, you could say that's a feet or an inch, man. I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Um anyway. Uh and will not contact the occupants of the apartment or house being delivered to. Well, they will send out an email assuring you of the delivery. So that sounds like they do contact I was about to say, you. That sounds like they notify you. <laughs> they will not contact you except they do send an email. <laughs> yeah. uh, now it is up to you to hunt it down like a lion does dinner. Uh, they are a <laughs> We all know that metaphor. <laughs> that reminds me of a certain friend of ours, but continue. It does. <laughs> Uh, they are a joke of a brand and company and they also claim if the package is lost they will not help you at all uh ovo crew homie thought i told you brand don't deliver got a feeling that it's old news i'm glad that he didn't drop the n-word there because he's quoting yeah. a song it's ovo crew and then drake says the n-word and then says thought i told you that one didn't make it into mm -hmm. the review he did say homie which is good so because mm -hmm. i assume this person's white 
But so they're um, having problems with the delivery. Apparently, seems like it. Which I really, it feels like this review is like he. It's I, like six paragraphs <laughs> complaining that like a package got delivered like in his driveway instead of a, a, on his door. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, he seems to th- like act like this is like evidence that this is a recurring problem with them but like they're not the ones delivering it yeah it's just this guy's issue it's not like ovo like has like truck a fleet of trucks that they send out yeah it's it's a big like like fedex truck that says ovo with a picture of an owl on the side of it yeah i mean that'd be cool but i don't think that that's yeah i don't i don't know if that's what's going on that'd be a, a pretty big financial undertaking to do that well drake has a lot of money though so he could do it <laughs> yeah true um this next review comes from Dob Fat, who gives it one star. And this is a review from three years ago. And he says, Fake Drake, an artist, my foot, a retailer and a promoter of the for the Toronto Raptors, maybe. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> a great star with multiple Grammys. How sad. Selling stuff made in China instead of giving us music that we can enjoy and elevate our souls. Decadent, soulless music that pollute the airways. What is happening? I feel like I feel like Two Face is writing this review. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what he's trying to say. A brotherly advice to my fellow Canadians: Stop supporting the scam of fake Drake and let us make Canada great again. So Dob Fat's kind of like Canadian Trump. It seems like. Yeah, I'm glad he threw that line in at the end there. Yeah, make Canada great again. So cool. I'm sure everybody loves this guy. He seems to think that like instead of that like instead of being in the studio, it's like Drake himself is like personally make like making all this merch and like operating the store. Yeah, not just like having somebody that he hired. You know, he said manage. instead of giving us music that we can enjoy and elevate our souls. <laughs> so he he wants he wants um Drake to focus more on the music. I guess I'm just really con- confused by fr- the first sentence where he says, "An artist, my foot." And a retailer and a promoter for the Toronto Raptors may be. So I don't. So he's like, he's like, he's like, Drake is not an artist. Maybe he's a promoter for the Toronto. Ra- like, obviously he is because. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> he's I don't like know. There. He goes to the games and stuff. Yeah. You know? And then. Or he, he used to. He's probably not. He's probably not down in Tampa this year. Yeah. The thing where he said, instead of giving us music that we can enjoy and elevate our souls, comma, decadent, soulless music that pollute the airwaves. Like I don't know what he's saying. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, so I don't think he likes Drake. Is what I'm. I, I, yeah, that's what it seems like. I don't know why you would go to OVO Toronto flagship if you don't like Drake, but whatever. He um, I was thinking it'd be <laughs> funny if you know you know how um, Drake is basically the mascot for the Toronto Raptors. So it'd be funny if this year they made him live in Tampa the entire year and just stand courtside all the games, <laughs> <laughs> even though there's nobody in the stands. <laughs> Does he like not live in Toronto either anymore? He's like <laughs> he like lives in Atlanta or like LA or some shit. <laughs> I like that there's a store just up the speaking of LA, there's a store just up the street from this place called California Sandwiches. <laughs> Where? Oh, I see. It's like it. just north of it. Bit, yeah. That's their funny. sign. Oh, I love their sign. It says California Sandwiches, and there's no E, it's just H S. And then it says the best Italian sandwiches in town. So are they California or are they Italian? Yeah, I would want Italian sandwiches if it's Italian sandwiches. I don't know why you're naming your stuff that. It's California Italian sandwiches. 
Oh yeah, I found out that there's a, a restaurant in Blackstone in Omaha called Cheeseburgers, and I feel like um, that's just the name. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Rick Phillips would love that place. <laughs> yes, that would be his ideal place. Rick, if you ever make it up north, you want to go to Cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to read this review from Chris Ramos? I kind of started reading it, and it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. One sec. Um. Um, sorry, I was I was I was distracted by uh, by the park down there that I guess is called Dog Bowl or something because what? there's a well the reason I was interested was that there's a, a in the park that's just to the southwest of OVO mm-hmm. there's a marker that's called Dog Bowl Women's Bathroom. Yeah, it's Trinity Bellwood's Dog Bowl is the. I name. thought maybe it was like a bathroom, but they have to just go in a dog bowl, you know. <laughs> I think it's just a section of this park called Trinity Bellwoods. Right. That's well, that's cool. The dog anyway, bowl. I don't know. Chris, uh, Chris Ramos gives it a one star. And what is it? He's got a cool picture. What is that? I can't tell. It's like blue. It's blue. So, you know, it's cool. It looks like it's like some graffiti kind of text. I think it might be. Hold on. I can't really see it. I cannot tell what it, the fuck it is, but I don't know. It looks cool anyway. Yeah. Shout out. Um, he says, one star service was horrible. Drake, please teach your sales associates to actually make sales and do their job instead of sitting on their phones mindlessly. <laughs> so, yeah, he needs he needs Drake to have like a, a, a fucking training session with these employees. Well, he should do what he do, does best and put out a song. Yeah, yeah. Um, where he like raps about how you're not supposed to be on your phone while you work at OVO Toronto flagship. Yeah, it's about like if you got time to lean, you got time to clean kind of thing. That like rhymes. It, yeah, that's a that's a good start already. We gotta get Drake in the studio on this. Yeah. You know what, Drake? If you're listening to this right now, hit me up. I got some ideas for you. I feel like that would be a great draw to go to the OVO Toronto flagship if they were playing Drake songs that you could only hear while you were at the store. <laughs> Uh, like that uh it's like a, like that exclusive wu-tang album that what's his face that like awful ceo guy bought oh yeah the yeah that guy yeah that's um yeah i was thinking they should be like somebody should release their album exclusively on touch tunes <laughs> you think, yeah. i don't know if drake would do like that going be... like d- doing like the late nights uh shows like yep so we're releasing the album as a touch tunes exclusive mm-hmm. and jimmy fallon's like do you, have you heard of the tonight doe and, yes, and he like, probably because he, he keeps a can of that <laughs> right next to his desk at all times, which is somehow cold apparently because he can just start eating it. Yeah. yeah, he seems to have like some kind of freezer beneath his desk. It didn't even look like he reached into a freezer. It looked like it was just sitting like right on a shelf. Like it's like one of those like like grocery store refrigerated like shelves. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, maybe the underside of Jimmy's desk is just freezing cold all the time. That's why he's <laughs> that's why he's like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's always he's making that face. Balls off. Yeah. Uh, the laughing is the only way to relieve the pain. <laughs> oh my lord. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, we're gonna we're looking at Azhar down here now, and he says one star. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, dude, my squad went there. Out of about thirteen people, one guy liked it just because he thought the store was crazy with mad selections. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> bro my whole squad went there and of 13 people only one guy thought it was awesome because he said it was crazy with mad selections yeah that's 12 out of 13 people think it's not crazy with <laughs> mad selections 
Yeah, Azhar goes on to say, but for real, it had about two stands of clothes and some hats, which had a small logo of OVO and didn't and didn't don't expect too much from it. So uh, according to Azhar, he didn't think it was. Yeah, he he was one of the, the 12 other people that didn't think it was crazy and had mad selections. So. What else is in the store if it is only has two stands of clothes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the building. It seems like it's a decently sized building. I don't know how you keep the lights on if you just got two stands of clothes. Well, they probably all cost like $1,000 I mean, a you're hat. not wrong, more than yeah. likely. But um, still, it, it's like you'd, you'd got to imagine for what they're putting out, you can probably stock the store with some product. Yeah, I went to a cool, um, like a streetwear place in San Antonio with um, Phil. Shout out to Phil, listener of the, hopefully he's a listener of the show. And um, it was, we went there because it was, um, it was like a tiny little like street, like Supreme type like streetwear place, but it was owned by like a kid and like his dad. (laughs) And apparently the reason we went was because it's the only place where you can buy DeMar DeRozan's line of like merch. (laughs) He's a player for the Spurs. And and so he chose the one store has to be at this like weird like strip mall like streetwear store in in San Antonio and it, it, I feel like it had a similar vibe to what how this guy is describing this place because it yeah it only had like a few racks and like they were all like these like yeah like shirts and like jerseys and stuff that said Supreme and they were all like four hundred dollars <laughs> and then they, and then they had a um, a Supreme pinball machine <laughs> God damn it that's really funny. And it was just, we were like the only people in the store and it was just like the kid and his dad were just kind of like hanging out at the counter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. No, a lot, like most of the stores are just like insanely overpriced. It's crazy. I should check their reviews on that place. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the listener reviews. Um, we got a lot. So let's start off with, let's start off with this one from John. Uh, which is a reply to his email that says grocery list. And uh, he says in the email, green onion and other onion are in separate areas of the store. So I won't be revisiting that. I also currently am trying to be vegetarian. So I'd like you to correct that statement on the next episode. Okay. So I think we said that he wasn't vegetarian, um, but he is uh, trying to be so. Well, this is as of like two weeks ago, so I eleven don't days know if, ago, yeah. Um, if it's still, if that's if he's still trying, yeah. I'm gonna be honest; I can't remember most of the stuff we said about John's grocery list on. Well, the that last was like episode. like a month ago, yeah. Was so. it a month ago? I think we well, read it was longer it, than that. Well, it was like maybe two it was. Weeks this ago, is from March 17th. It says. Well, he sent it in on March. We read it on the last episode. No, no, no. We're in our lab. We had guests on the last two episodes, so we didn't want to bore either of them by I know a grocery list. That's what I mean, and. Wait, that's why we read it on the last episode because it was when we read all the listener stuff on. Oh, I forgot. I actually forgot that we had a, a <laughs> uh, an episode that didn't. I thought our last episode was with JP. No, nope. I just I blacked out an entire episode. Wow. There. Yeah, we're we're forgetting all of the all of the eps over here. I <laughs> must have had too many of these Lacroix coffee exoticas. <laughs> yeah, in my head. One too many. Um. Okay, we got a lot, so I don't think we're gonna be able to get to all of them today. So let's see here. Let's go to, let's read some more of these volcano reviews. I believe we stopped on the Yellowstone Caldera. Because we didn't know how to read the. Yeah, I don't know how to say this next one. It's an Icelandic volcano. 
and I'm I'm just gonna phonetically sound it out. Ija Fijala Jokul. So that's that's how it's pronounced. And yeah, that's probably about right. I found a YouTube video on it. Maybe we can get into that later. <laughs> Uh, Jack Bind. I like that the first tag on here is name too, with nine mentions of it. Uh, I'm gonna just read all three of these because they're short. This is this first one comes from Jack Binman Cohen, who says one star. The lava was delicious, but a bit too cold because it's Iceland, so it's oh ice. right. Okay, I yeah. just watched a video. I think the J's are like Y's, and he was like, it's like a yaf ya yokel or something. Oh, you're probably right because it's like a. Like Iceland, Icelandic's like a Nordic style yeah. language. I don't know why it also has a Y in it. Then if the J's, are I think like it's Ys, like a different but... kind of Y. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's like an H. I, let me listen to it again. Actually, it's like a ya fiagla yo cool. Yeah, yeah. The ending is like yo cool. So yeah, it's like a Y. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, Owen Owen Rice says one star delayed my flight, which I don't really understand how that can happen. And then, (laughs) and then Cade Taylor says one star. The word is too long, and I would agree with Cade Taylor on that one. Absolutely, let's get some shorter words going. Uh, do you want to read these these three from Mount Vesuvius? Yeah, this is kind of a classic. Yeah, it's kind of a the the penultimate uh, volcano. The ultimate one being Mount Krakatoa. Yeah, I like that the top three tags are ticket, lava, and shuttle bus service, or then cover <laughs> charge. I would. I was hoping one would mention the guy jacking off. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, the guy that got like, like um, mummified by the Mount Vesuvius ashes. Uh, oh, while he was, like, I think I remember. One out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, apparently they have shuttle bus service and and there is a cover charge to go to Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> yeah, I hate having but, to wait in line and pay the cover charge when I go to Mount Vesuvius. Yeah, this is from Sanjay who says one star. I had visited the village near Volcano in the year 2018 near Nepal's. I think he means Naples. Mm-hmm. And but I forgot his name. I think he means name? its name, the town's its name. Its name, the volcano's name. Oh. There are village <laughs> There are villages destroyed by volcano in Long Back, and the culture of that time still kept preserved by Italian government. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Shout out to Italian government on that one. Yeah, big shout out uh, to, to yeah to them preserving Pompeii. Um, you want me to do the rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can read the other two. Yeah, this one's from uh, Abu Bakr, who says one star, just wow. Mm-hmm. This is all you all you need, just wow. <laughs> it's that wow factor. It's got the it's got that one star wow factor. Yeah. It's the bad wow factor. Um, this next comes from Uli, who says one star. This damn creepy, less intelligent online ticket service does not work. Never again. The effort is not worth the result. Don't do it. I don't know how the the ticket system is creepy. That seems kind of weird. Does it have like an AI like ticket person <laughs> who's like Uncanny Valley kind of? Yeah. It's like a CGI three D dude. Yeah. Um, okay, we're moving on to Mount St. Helens. And the first review comes from Hank Thomas, who gives it a one star. And he has like a CGI baby as his uh, profile picture. That's like from the the famous one, I think. Or maybe they just all look the same. But like the I mean, Johnny Yes Papa or Yeah, whatever. that's what I thought. But I, I think they all just look the same. They do, yeah. <laughs> uh, one star. I'm doing a school project. Kind of fun. But the volcano doesn't have Fortnite so bad. So... 
uh, no Fortnite for Hank Thomas. And then a Holden J. Farrell says one star intentions unclear accidentally drank a perfume bottle. And then he includes like a photo of Barack Obama, but it appears to be like some kind of selfie. Yeah, so Obama snapping a selfie, and he got 36 thumbs up on that. I don't yeah. know if that's like a reference that's going over my yeah, head. Yeah, it might be a reference. There's been a lot of those that go com- completely Hate over Hate references. Head. Do not put references on Google. It if it's a reference, off. it has to be to Sonic, any kind of anime, or anything that doesn't suck. Yeah, we put out the approved list of references that Nolan and Jack understand. <laughs> yeah. Anything, like mostly Sonic anything that happened things. before 2015. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to read these last couple on Mount St. Helens? Yeah, which is in Washington, by the way, we should mention. Yeah, it is in Washington. Un- unclear whether that's Washington, D.C. It doesn't Yeah, say nobody that. knows. It's kind of a mystery. It's one or the other. They can't figure it out. Um, one, one of the great That mysteries. was such a... Who the, that, isn't that like just the worst design flaw on the U.S. to have both Washingtons <laughs> be on the opposite side? Yeah, who the fuck came up with that shit? What are you like, doing? If you're gonna have two, If you're going to have two Washingtons, at least have them be close together. So if you go to one, you can go to the other one. <laughs> yeah, if you fuck up and you go to the wrong one, you can just go... But if you fuck up and you go to the wrong one, you have to fly across the whole country. And it's huge. <laughs> You have to go it coast to be coast. Worse. Like they almost, unless they put it in like Alaska, they could not be farther. Yeah, away. Yeah, it is so stupid how they designed this fucking country. <laughs> that's my main. That's my main. Yeah, that's issue my right main there. issue with the United States. Um, <laughs> They're pretty good on everything else. Uh, uh, this is from uh, Mister Brown now, <laughs> who says one star. Um, I went there after church wearing my best shoes and a crappy polo shirt. I got dirt all over my shoes and I had to shine them. Not to mention there was no place to buy postcards. Thanks, Obama. So this was reviewed three years ago. So using like a thoroughly dead meme in 2018, I'm loving it. This guy rocks. Yeah. Thanks, Obama is always, um, it's always, yeah, thank Thanks, Trump just didn't really catch on. I don't think thanks, Biden is really. Yeah, I think it's just kind of the cadence when you say thanks, the cadence Obama. of it was good. Yeah, it kind speaking of, of that, I feel like the I feel like Biden's thing is like he's the first president we've had in a, in a little while that you can do Bidenomics, just like Reaganomics. Bidenomics, yeah. like that one really rolls off the tongue well, you know. Isn't there one for Trump too? Trumponomics? I don't think it was that. It, that one's not as Maybe good. I'm thinking of something else, but... I mean, you could do, like, Obamanomics, which is kind of Ob- fun to say. I think Obamanomics would have really caught on, so... I don't know why that didn't... Ob- why is, like, Obamacare and stuff, but they never had Obama. Well, because Obama didn't try to redo the economy like uh, Ronald Reagan did, where he was like, Let's, what if everything was worse? Yeah, that was a mistake on Obama's part, I yeah. think. Obama the, only two things, the only two things you can do as a politician is either nothing or make everything worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's so those true those are the two political parties yeah what do you do you vote for the party that does nothing or the one that actively makes things worse for everybody it's a tough it's honestly a tough oh, call man, you know? to vote for <laughs> <laughs> they're both so compelling they're both such compelling reasons for me to go down to my local polling place yeah really i'm always very excited to go vote um do you want to? Well, re- I think I think I've said this on the pod before, but I think we need to get rid of Democrat and Republican and just rename them Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. <laughs> Although it'd be vice versa, obviously. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should we should. That's really all people care about. I think if it wasn't vice versa, it'd be even better. So it'd be crazy. Well, they could do a switch, kind of like they. I mean, the parties have like flip flopped on stuff in the past. They could do a switch, and now maybe the Dems are really into Merry Christmas. Yeah, it'd be cool if the Dems uh, were into that kind of stuff and like freaking out at Starbucks and stuff. 
Uh, do you want to read out at Starbucks would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to read these other two? Yeah. Devin says uh, one star. Nice. Smart peeps. Psych. <laughs> I like that review. That one's good. He had me going until the psych. Psych. Yeah. That's dumb people. And it wasn't nice. And then the other, oh, other this one. is from, from, uh, yeah, that sucks. I, I want, I, I, when I go to Mount St. Helens, I'm expecting everyone to be there to be very intelligent. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, yeah, is he talking about like the people at like the gift shop or just like the the other hikers? Or just like the people just like standing around. Yeah, I'm thinking it's the other hikers. So he's like, this, they're all dumb because they don't know how to yeah. move or something. Well, and there is no gift shop because he said there's no place to buy postcards. Yeah. Um, Henry Rard gives it a one star. Thought I was going to a mount, not a crater. SMH. I really didn't like it at all. These peeps, man, peeps again. These <laughs> peeps be like, was it? Is it Easter in here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I probably. Easter was last week or something. Uh, be like, it is so pretty, but it's just a crater. So one star. If there was lower, I would put it ladder losers. <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. He's like Gary Oak, but uh, in in on Google reviews. Do you have the bell? Oh, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> this is important. Okay. Go back. Go back over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really like that that review from Henry Rard, who yeah came off like um, Gary Oak being like, yeah, smell you later, Gramps. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for those reviews, by the way, Mickey. Shout out. Uh, let's see. Where else do we want to go? Um, oh, we haven't Where read we one go? from Max in a while. We'll do this. these couple from Max. Max says, hello, one star boys. Here are some random reviews I've collected from locations around Portland over the last few months. Thanks for all the laughs. Hope Jack escaped from the swamp monster. <laughs> yeah, I did, thankfully. Uh, okay. That's what that's what I posted when I said we couldn't do it last week. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was being uh, chased. But I'm back now. I liked the one. I liked the one from like a year ago where you said you were locked in your bunker and had to watch every season of Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love I love doing those instead of being like we had like time conflicts and we couldn't record. <laughs> like, yeah, there's got to be an you got to have a creative excuse. Yeah, otherwise the fans aren't gonna they're not gonna put up with that shit. They're gonna be like, "We'll make time then." I'm like, "Well, I can't." So. Yeah, I won't, I won't, yeah, anything short of a swamp monster, and I will never listen to the podcast again. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, he was being chased by a swamp monster, it's okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, okay, this review comes from East Moreland Golf Course in Portland, Oregon, and uh, the review comes from NM Billy Yogg, and it says, one star, I gave this place my money because I thought it was a bank, but they won't give, they wouldn't give me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> what well, they probably at least let him like golf right does this like look like a bank i don't understand what the joke is here because it's like i mean they, this can't be a real review like it can't be <laughs> like i refuse to believe this let me see it does i mean it doesn't look anything i don't know where this this joke's coming from but oh this is right next to the famous reed college reed college what's what's famous about reed college uh steve jobs went there interesting for like a year, I think, and then he dropped. Oh, uh, okay. Because you know, you gotta, you gotta. That's if you want to be a successful tech guy, you have to go to a really expensive college for like one year and then drop out. And then you can't just start right away. Yeah, then drop out and start making computers in your garage for some reason. 
Yes, indeed. But you can't go straight to the garage. You got to go to some random private college first. Yeah, and then you got to get and one year. Like, this. I'm going back to the garage. I don't understand. Didn't they say the same thing about Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos? They're like, they started making all their shit out of the damn garage. It's like, I don't know about that. The garage is like not an ideal place for a computer. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? Everything you need is in the garage. (laughs) We got your car. If you need to drive over the computer, you have gasoline. If you need to set your computer on fire. You know, it gets really cold at night, so yeah. the computers won't get too it hot. It gets really cold at night, so the inside of the computer can have condensation and uh, ruin all of your electronics. Yeah, you don't need a cooling system because you just keep <laughs> it's in the just garage. In the garage. Uh, let's see. The next one is for the Home Depot, also in Portland, Oregon. You want to read this one? It's it's decently long, but I think it's it'll be worth it. I think I can handle it. Um, Home Depot gets one dollar sign, by the way. Nice, which puts it on par with like McDonald's and Burger King. <laughs> yeah, if you need to, if you need to get like a really cheap backhoe or something like that, uh, go to the Home Depot for one dollar sign. Absolutely, and this is from Richard Miller, who gives it a one star, and this is seven seven months ago. I'm a regular customer, and came in today to make a purchase. Uh, that's something that regular customers yeah, do. Yeah, I love making a purchase. <laughs> um, at the checkout counter, I paid for my purchase with a debit card visa. Um, good to know. Although I, I wish you would have given us like the number. That would have kind of yeah, helped me with the story. Maybe, yeah, maybe give me like your the, the, the digits on the front, the back, and your The back is important, date. yeah. Um, Vicky was my cashier. That's in all caps. Yeah, it's probably because like, it's on all caps on the name tag, so he thinks it's actually spelled <laughs> I'm just trying to be respectful. Yeah. Um, my card was declined, which I thought was puzzling because I have plenty in my account to cover the purchase. Uh, I then paid cash for my purchase until leaving the store. Until leaving the store. Mm-hmm. So the whole time he was in there, he was just paying. I'm paying cash. Cash. Cash or money. Um, as, yeah, he's doing like the, the, what do you, I don't know what that's called. When you like. You know what I mean? When you like make it rain with the dollars. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's just called making it rain. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, I then, yeah, he's just doing that at like the checkout <laughs> counter. Um, I As soon as I left, I checked my online app through my phone and noticed the transaction did deduct from my account. Um, I then walked back into back in to show my cashier. Now, here's a word of advice for anyone who's writing things. Just because in and to are consecutive words, that does not mean you can always just combine them. Yeah, into. Yeah. <laughs> I then walked back into show my cashier, and she got verbally abrasive and told me it was my problem and to go to returns. So that's like a, a, a step below verbally abusive. It's just verbally abrasive. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he thinks that the cashier can do about that. Like, <laughs> like I, I, have you ever been to a store where you're trying to make a return or something like that? You never go to the cashier. You go to the fucking, like, customer service counter. Like The cashier is like, oh, sorry, I'll just go into the Home Depot global dashboard and cancel that transaction. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, is that what he was expecting to happen? <laughs> like, and she did tell him where to go. I, yeah, I mean, just go there. And go to returns. Yeah. Um, I don't know the kind gentleman's name, but in a nice way, he resembles, quote, Santa Claus with his white beard. So he's a fat guy with a white beard. <laughs> like, 
It'd be funny if he actually went to like a mall Santa by mistake. <laughs> like his guy dressed up in full Santa attire. He's like, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, I want my visa transaction back. Yeah, I need my visa transaction re- replenished. <laughs> um, uh, he also recognized me from shopping frequently. So that's always nice. Yeah. You know, I mean, Santa knows everybody's name. Yeah, you know? he checks the list twice, so he should know your name. Um, I told my situation and immediately told me the system on Home Depot's end happens frequently. Uh, okay. He said my transaction would most likely settle this evening, but if not, bring my receipt back the following day and it would be taken care of. Um, <laughs> so that sounds fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like normal protocol. <laughs> like, honestly, it's probably just a hold on your account and it'll be canceled t- like that night, but whatever. Um, the kind gentleman said he would be off, but instructed a fellow coworker, quote, Cassandra to help me. Um, I have gone through Vicky's, uh, parentheses, a middle-aged, slightly overweight lady. That was a very critical, yeah, uh, parenthetical. To I don't really know why that was necessary, <laughs> but okay. Uh, Vicky's line before, and she's also been caps lock rude to me. My wife and I have spent a caps lock obscene amount of money in home depot so this absolutely offends me my future purchases will be made elsewhere unfortunately what <laughs> yeah that's that, i just read that at the end too like so first of all he didn't ever address whether his situation got resolved which honestly it probably just did automatically like that happens at <laughs> a lot of places and then going in and fucking like harassing the cashier that you like just you know went through and then being like, she was also, she's been rude to me before, so I'm I'm not going to do this anymore. It's like, dude, she works a shit job. <laughs> like, like, nobody like, wants to be insane. a cashier. I, I kept what just waiting for, doing? like, the bad part, and it never happened. Yeah, they, they had a, he had a completely normal interaction at a fucking retail place. Like, that, that exact same situation has happened to me. The only difference is, I didn't go back into the store and, like, fucking harass the goddamn cashier about... You see, actually, it already charged my card. I'm like, I have like a fucking like understanding of how those like bank systems work. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Why would you think it was like the this particular location's like fault? Like, it's just like the right? ones and zeros in like the software that happened. Like, yeah, it's not like Vicky did this on purpose. Well, and then there's just so much about this review that just includes like just non sequitur that has nothing to do with anything. Like. The whole deal about um, the kind gentleman said he would be off, but instructed a fellow coworker Cassandra to help me, and then literally never mentioning it ever again. Which he puts Cassandra in quotes because that's reviewer mindset is kind of like assuming that all employees are using like stage names mm-hmm, and like lying to you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then it seems like the thing that pissed him off the most, or one of the things, is that. Uh, Vicky is slightly overweight. Yeah. It's just like awful. Like, Jesus, dude. I don't really understand this guy's entire mindset, but I think he needs a fucking reality check. He needs a chill. I mean, like, he needs to to go across the street to Biscuits Cafe and get himself some biscuits. Yeah. It's like, I don't give a fuck if this guy doesn't spend money at Home Depot anymore. Like, what? (laughs) I don't, who cares? But this fucking absolutely insane review. I just don't think I would ever want to be around this person. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, a third of this one-star review was about how nice one of the people Yeah, how nice some guy is who was like, who's like, yeah, I recognize you from shopping. You're always here. 
and was like, all right, here's how we're going to resolve the situation. Just come in tomorrow if it's not fixed. Like, I can't like this one just legitimately is just makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, I just get really pissed at this guy specifically. Like he needs a fucking reality check. Damn, they have hob. Holy shit, they have Hobby Town USA in Portland. I thought that was like a local Nebraska <laughs> really? thing. Yeah, they do. No, no, no I, thought, right? I, I, I figured south. they had it. I knew it was a national chain. I thought it was funny because it's called Hobby Town USA. Wouldn't it be Hobby Town Lincoln if it was uh, local? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But it was just the way the way that it kind of looked and the fact that the name sounds like a knockoff of Hobby Lobby just always made me assume it was a local. Place. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's like the product too. You don't assume that there's. You know, anything that's, um, what was I going to say? Anything that's like a card store would be able to have enough revenue to be like, um, like national or whatever. Yeah. That's a surprise. Shout out, I guess. Shout out to hobby. It's definitely the cooler of the two hobby stores. You go to hobby lobby and all you find is just like craft stuff. And also most of it is probably like used to fund ISIS or something. Well, like Catholic ISIS though. Catholic ISIS, that's right. Yeah. Well, didn't they also like have a thing where they funded ISIS? Did they? Oh yeah, I think they did that like accidentally though. I think they yeah. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> but that's not even the worst thing about Hobby Lobby. So I'm pretty sure Hobby Lobby is yeah like ran by like two like very Catholic zealots. That well, uh, they tried to get they there was a Supreme Court case about how they like didn't want anybody gay to work there or something. That well yeah that was because they're Catholic and they're like yeah they're like we don't like gay people or whatever. Um, okay. Then last thing that Max sent us here is from Kalefa. And this is just the Yelp page for it. So we'll pick up a couple reviews out of here. I want to check this first one from DV. Uh, it's this, this place is in Beaverton, I believe. And it's a cannabis dispensary. Kalefa. That's it. That's how you pronounce it. Cause it's, it's like a weed place. They have that stuff. You can, you can, you can sell that stuff. (laughs) Yes. You can sell weed in, uh, Oregon. This is a three dollar sign. Uh, yeah, apparently the Kush there I gotta is know pretty expensive. What the dollar? Like, like what scale? Like, is it rate? Is it rated in comparison to other cannabis dispensaries, I mean, or is it rated in comparison to like McDonald's and Walmart? <laughs> I have no clue because it's like there's nothing to click on. There's no scale to this. Like, there's no there's no explanation for the dollar. So as far as I'm aware, at the very least. I think one of the great mysteries of the internet is who decides how many dollar signs a place gets. Can you, I can just edit this too. Hold up. I can edit this whole page. Let's bump them down to $1. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm about to do. Damn, it really is. This is like Wikipedia. What the fuck? Why can't I just change this? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go back to the the reviews. But the first one that I'm going to read is from uh, DV, who says one star racist bigots. First and bigots, the eyes and racist and bigots are all lowercase for some reason. That's how like the rapper riff raff types. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's also how uh, how Apple types too. Um, iPhone, iPod, yeah. Yep. First of all, I'd like to state that this entire company is racist from the owners of the business, the managers, the coworkers, and the staff. What? The coworkers and the staff. Okay, whatever. Uh, customer service completely sucks. It's a terrible thing to say, especially in the time we live now. But the way they, the way African American or anybody of color, for that fact, get treated at these locations, especially the one in like five exclamation points, Oregon City, five more exclamation points, is completely uncalled for and completely disturbing. They have no people of color working on the floor, and if they do, they don't last very long. Anybody, I mean. 
Okay. Anybody with a urban outlook is terminated without reason or cause. Uh, terrible, awful experience. I wish they had a better system because they do carry wonderful flour. If you want to di be discriminated or a victim of hate crime, this and the Oregon city location is the place for you. Um, okay. So I'm not really sure why they're racist uh, other than they have, uh, like people of color working for them that don't work there very long, which, you know, I don't know if they're getting fired. I don't know how this guy has like insider knowledge on that but yeah well the thing is the only thing worse than a racist uh dispensary is a racist dispensary that also has wonderful flour yeah that's that that's what sucks the most about this place yeah uh do you want to you want to take this one from let's see i'm trying to i uh, take this one from ashley b Oh, yeah. Ashley says one star. Horrible service. Letting all these people on before me. Okay. And not only that, I've been waiting longer than 20 minutes and I'm still not in. Never will come back in. <laughs> I love that. Going to the weed store being pissed that you go, you're not getting your weed fast enough. Yeah, that's yeah. People have a lot of. <laughs> yeah, like if that's that's like that's like 21st century problems yeah. right there. Like, I, I can buy weed from a store, but it takes too long. Yeah. Well, this other person, Leslie, is having a similar issue. This is two stars and says, I didn't realize I'd have to rope off an entire afternoon just to pick up a joint. There are less lines at the DMV. The parking lot <laughs> looked like they were giving out free beer. People standing everywhere in the hot sun. No, they're not selling. They're not giving out free beer. They're selling weed, bro. <laughs> Why are all these people at this weed store? They must be giving out free beer. Yeah. <laughs> the line didn't. The line didn't move. Online order for faster service. Well, that didn't work either because apparently mine got mine didn't quote go through. You've got to be young, ambitious, and have absolutely too much time on your hands for this place. Uh, yeah, I love that. Being like, why are there so many people at the fucking weed store? Yeah, what is the deal here? <laughs> Damn, what do they sell here? Yeah, right. Uh, this I, I I like when I I went to a I was a dispensary in Colorado and they sold like souvenir T-shirts <laughs> and I was like of all places like why why am I gonna spend money on a T-shirt at this place? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I'm picking up Kush. I might as well pick up a product that they provide. Yeah, like I'm gonna pick up weed and a T-shirt. I guess like while I'm here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, there's there's a one on the on the second page by Vicky C. That's pretty good. If you want to read that one, all right, I'll go to like the thought process is like okay, well I could either have I could either come home from this place with more weed or I could get less weed plus a t-shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't hmm. weigh my options here. <laughs> like and then the t-shirt's probably something with like a huge pot leaf on it that if you wore it anywhere, <laughs> people would be like, what the fuck is that guy's deal? It's kind of an at home shirt. <laughs> yeah, kind of a I'm playing video games in this style t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one from Vicky is interesting um, because it does seem like a like a problem, but the photos are kind of interesting. Well, so the she, the third one specifically is the one I really really like. But yeah. Yeah. So Vic, Vicky gives it a one star and says this place does not need business. How do I know? They would not take my federally issued ID, which is against the law. They would not take my tribal ID. So that actually like does suck. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, like she has uh she included two photos of it. It's just uh like her ID, but it's 
Uh, Which is like fine. I don't really know why you need to put photos of your ID on Yelp. <laughs> well, it does say expiration date indefinite. So maybe they were like, that means it's already expired, even though it means it never expires. Yeah, maybe they didn't know what it meant. But yeah, she does include her full address on here. though. So. Right. That's what was interesting to me. And then she also says they have an aggressive male staff who were rude and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I recommend women avoid this place if you are alone, as I was jesse the manager be sure and avoid ladies yeah so that sucks Um, but i really like this uh third so she included two photos of her id and then one (laughs) (laughs) it appears to be her flipping off the sign for the overflow parking (laughs) (laughs) which is just very very funny because it's like you know fuck overflow parking <laughs> yeah, well, they need it when they need overflow parking for free beer days. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when they're handing out beer in the parking lot and they don't have enough space to fucking park. Oh my god! Damn, we're not getting enough business at our store that literally sells marijuana. How can Hold we get more business? <laughs> I think I might have been here before. Damn, Damn really? Yeah. Uh, I because this would have been like five years ago, but I went to portland and i went to some dispensary in beaverton let me because i'm oh. like i can't remember i don't think it was called khalifa but well i hope it wasn't or i'm gonna have to cancel you, you know for it wasn't such a racist business it wasn't it was um it was like whatever the area code is of there and then it was like like weed basically oh yeah i love <laughs> the one thing i love it's when a business is named after the area code. <laughs> Yeah, the one that I went to is not anywhere near this close to like downtown Beaverton. Okay. I love being like, damn, 402, I gotta go to this place. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I love uh uh that do you remember that that hotel that we reviewed like a while or that we read reviews for like a while ago? Uh it was like um oh my god, I think it was just called like four oh the hashtag four oh two lifestyle or something like that. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. I I know exactly where it is in on Google Maps in Omaha, uh, but it, it was like it was like a hotel that um that our friend Matt stayed at, and it just sucked. You um, know, a hotel's good if it has a hashtag in the title and if it has the local area code. Oh my god, where the fuck is this? Because you can't you can't just put the area code on anything. That's you, you know that's a good place. Oh yeah, you're like, "Oh, we're going to the 402." I'm going to look I'm just going to type in 402. Cuz you have to license that. You have to license that from like the government yeah. and be like, "Is it okay if I put the if I put the area code on my business?" The, and the, they're like, "Well, we got to make sure it's a it's a it, it it serves this area." The name of the proudly. hotel is 402 Hotel hashtag the Big O. <laughs> Hashtag the big O. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like one of those like like new awful looking buildings, you know, with like the the geometric like like different like two tone shades of like squares and it's it looks bad. It looks like any yeah. new apartment building, I guess. New architecture is fantastic. Yeah. We love it. Um, um but yeah. well, my thing about what's that? My thing about the title there is if if you're going to put a hashtag in the title of your business, like I'm not like a marketing expert, but I feel like you should put you should make it a hashtag that will like 
actually direct people to your business and not a hashtag that people are going to be variously using for cities like Omaha, Orlando, any other city that starts with O, and also a basketball great Oscar Robertson. The big <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're, you're going to get a lot of varied content when you look that True. up. True. I just, I don't understand putting it like, like if you're going to do a hashtag for the, like in the name, like just do the whole name as the hashtag. I don't understand. Because at this point, it's like 402 hotel hashtag the big O. It sounds like a tweet. You know what I mean? It's, that's what they wanted it to be but it sounds so <laughs> stupid like why would like yeah i'm gonna go stay at this hotel that's it sounds like the name of it is a tweet <laughs> yeah I, you know i just got into town i'm i'm staying at the 402 hotel hashtag the big o for a few days <laughs> oh man but i remember that place being really shitty it's like an extended stay motel <laughs> oh yeah yeah so it's not just a regular one yeah it's, you get a really you get to really uh make yourself at home true um where are we at for time we're at an hour 20 i think we got time for one more let's do if you insist let's do uh 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 <laughs> let's do one of gavin's here we'll do gavin's from from cricket crickets he says gavin says you can review live animals on pet smarts website here's some reviews for crickets sorry if they're kind of long okay these are i'm gonna read the last one here and see here, I was thinking this was Cricket Wireless. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like the animal. It's a five star from uh, from Grabo Foggle from a year ago. It says Grabo Foggle says that crickets are tasty. Dear humans, I'm gonna guess this is somebody's frog. Like that they're, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, oh my god. God, anthropomorphizing. Anthropomorphizing. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. we go. We we know big words on yes. this show. Just not just not Icelandic volcanoes. And I also can't say that word either without mumbling <laughs> and sounding stupid. But anyway, so this is a guy like anthropomorphizing his his frog and being like, "Dear humans, thank you for the tasty crickets. They are wonderfully flavored and give me a full frog belly. More crickets, please. Sincerely, Gobbo Froggle." Am I saying I feel like that's got to be a reference to something, right? Probably. Well, it's almost like Frogger, but it's Froggle. Uh, it's like yeah, Boggle. Remember that game Boggle? Go- Gobo Fraggle is the is. Oh, my God. It's a it's a Muppet. From, yeah, Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Gobo Gobo Fraggle is one of the five main Fraggles in Fraggle Rock. Oh, okay. He's one of the five main fraggles. <laughs> yeah, this is a top. This is a this is a high ranking f- f- fraggle. I'm on the Muppet Wiki right now. I'm gonna check in and see if there's if there's any of the lesser known fraggles here. Uh, personality and history. I'm getting a lot of ads on this website, and it really Muppet sucks. Wiki is pretty comprehensive. But I wouldn't be surprised if they they got to pay the bills. I mean, they have to. I mean, you know fandom.com it's got to keep the lights on so <laughs> yes indeed it'd be funny if muppet wiki is like a huge office building in like new york <laughs> they have like hundreds of employees <laughs> uh gobo because it's short for go between it's a lighting term used in film theater and te- television so, oh that's kind of an insider's reference yeah then. just so you guys know it's yeah it's how it's pronounced gobo not gobo so it's gobo froggle instead of gobo, gobo sounds like it'd be like a streaming service i feel like why can't if you're gonna name your fucking frog after a muppet why are you naming it anything that's not kermit uh, yeah like what the fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> i can't i really like, can't yeah i'm gonna name my, my frog after a, a fucking muppet that's not kermit and i'm gonna name it the <laughs> most obscure fucking shit i can think of 
Jesus Christ, dude. Some people. I swear to God. Some people, yeah. Okay, well, I think that'll do it for this show. If we didn't read your reviews, we will get to them on another episode. We just had a jam-packed one this time. So thank you, everybody, for sending reviews. And if you want to set, submit something, the email is onestarcast at gmail.com. Uh, wow. You got anything else, Nolan? Nothing at all. Okay, well, we will talk to you guys on the next one. Goodbye.